The following podcast is a production of Hardly Awesome Studios in association with the network. Find us at BICBP-radio.com. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Out of the Shadows. I'm one of your hosts, Chris Chavez, joined as always by Jim Clark. What's up, everybody? Dude, we're trolling Dude. right along. We're, we're going right along on this Halloween trip, This the 31 days of Halloween. But it was very nice to take a break, I got to tell you. An awesome, awesome experience to take a break to get a chance to talk to David Weiner, the oh my director, God, yes. writer, and producer of In Search of Darkness. Fuck yes, Dude. that was cool. That was a lot of fun. Yeah, listeners, yeah. if you haven't listened to that episode yet, make sure to check it out. Um, he had a lot of really cool stuff to talk about. He's he's been in the business for, you know, uh, over a decade. Um, you know, he's had a lot of experience interacting with all different kinds of people in horror. Um, and he talks about the making of the documentaries. He talks about his love of horror. It was just a great conversation, dude. And so, guys, yeah. if you haven't listened to it, uh, check it out. The, the episode is um, a chat with David Weiner. And it was amazing. I loved it. And I just can't stop. Like, I still feel the high of that of that episode, dude. Yeah, dude. Like I said, I was kind of um, kind of nervous leading up to it, especially when you when you when we found out right away when and where it was going to be. I'm like, oh, dude, I'm like really nervous about this <laughs> because it was like, like for you, it felt last, for you. It felt last minute. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, oh, but then as it came closer and it got there, I was like, OK. This is going to be fine. It's just a talk, dude. It was just a conversation. It was cool. This dude's brain is so much bigger than mine on all this stuff, but it's fine. He can school me and he can make me look like an idiot. I don't care. Whatever happens, happens. It's dude, it totally time, so. felt like we could have talked for five hours, no lie. Like oh, legit yeah. for five hours. And I feel oh, like I'm sure we, could have. we wouldn't have even scratched the surface. Probably not. You know, of the experiences he's had, the 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 knowledge he has, his thoughts on certain mm-hmm. things, dude. It was awesome. It was a great time, and I'm hoping to get him a back, uh, get him back again in the future, uh, as they continue to launch and and put out these 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 shows or these shows, these documentaries. But yes, so also listeners know that this show is based on the In Search of Darkness documentary series. We're really only just scratching the surface of the first one, and uh, the third one, the the uh, the crowdfunding campaign just started for the third one and so if people want to get in on that they have until october 31st to do so at 80s horror make sure you guys check it out i already got two copies um because <laughs> i'm a weirdo like that <laughs> but i did get the one where you get the sleeve that holds all three of yours that custom sleeve ah nice because nice, nice. i have the other two so i was like nice and yeah. i can hold them all together in a nice sleeve you know what i mean hell yeah mm-hmm. i'm excited for our dude yeah i was considering getting one of those when i saw them heck yeah so probably worth it. Heck yeah, dude. So, um, so yeah, so guys check out the episode that we talked to David Weiner. It was a good time, but we are jumping into the 31 days of Halloween. We watched a whole a bunch of other movies and, uh, I think it's time we start talking about them, dude. I feel like I have fucking movies coming out of my ears, dude. I've been watching so many goddamn movies. <laughs> 
let's go, dude. Let's kick it off. Uh, All righty. We start. We basically started on the fourth, right? We're going to start talking about the movie we watched on the fourth, and we're taking it yes, all the way Monday, to the October fourth. Yes. All right. Uh, so Monday, October fourth, we have 2012's remake with Elijah Wood of Maniac. them to life would you like to see my work i think you're incredibly talented the mages have found the last true romantic i don't know about all that stop staring you're missing a movie I came into this thinking to myself, all right, like I already love the first one so much, right? Like I really love that yeah. movie. How is this going to work? Like what are they going to do? About five or ten minutes in, I was starting to think to myself, okay, I see what they're doing, right? Like I can see how they're pulling mm-hmm. off the idea of Maniac, but more for an updated audience. And then by the end, I thought to myself, well done, well done. It doesn't compare. You can't compare them. Two different kinds of movies. However, what they decided to do, the things that they showed, the little liberties they took at it, I thought was really good. I thought the acting in it was awesome. Um, I like the little nods. I think I I mentioned it on the the last episode when we had a talk with David Weiner where there's a scene where Elijah Wood's character scalps a woman in a parking lot and then he's standing next to a car and you see his reflection and it's literally it's, the, yeah, pe- it's the, the poster uh, the poster for the original it's thing, so yeah. awesome dude yeah. little things like that were so good and what a soundtrack dude what a soundtrack soundtrack is so good for this movie did you listen to were you listening to this probably not as much as i should have been dude it was like total 80 synth it was just like oh, oh well yeah 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 i mean but i i I'm telling when you, for I me, it stood out. I get a good soundtrack out of it. Usually I'm going and I'm listening to it the next day. Dude, it I, stood uh, out. I, I don't think I paid close enough attention to the soundtrack in this movie because I was paying attention more to the movie. Gotcha. Um, but 
I felt okay. So here I'm sending I'm sending you the link to the soundtrack just so that you check it. Remember to check it out. I don't know how I feel about this film. Okay, I need to go back and watch it again um, because I do agree with everything you said. However, uh, there were some things that I did take issues with. Did you? Uh, I love Elijah Wood, but I felt like he was trying too hard to be the original Frank Zito, and I. I felt maybe, like he was a little a different. Maybe will change my mind. That's the he, thing. I felt he like he was. did something he different. He was, but I felt like he was he was trying to be different at the same time be the original. Yeah, and okay. it just didn't mesh for me. I got gotcha. you. Um, also, the concept, and I and they kind of like I guess touched on it slightly, but how the fuck was this guy getting away with all this? There's there's cameras everywhere, dude. Yeah, they would have had this guy. I don't think this would have gotten as far as it went, no. but. I don't know. I don't know. It was it was enjoyable. It was good. Um, uh, like you said, compared to what the original was, and watching and seeing what they were trying to do uh, was great. And I and I loved it for that, and I appreciate it for that. But like I said, I gotta I gotta. This is one I gotta go back and view again because I wasn't wasn't sold on it on my first watch. Yeah, definitely listen to that soundtrack too, dude. Trust yeah. trust me. Yeah, it's one of those soundtracks. I'm telling. At least for me. It made, for me, it struck. It was it stood out immediately. I'm watching this and I'm like, okay, I see what they're doing. But as soon as I'm listening to the soundtrack, I was like, this score is great. And I'm thinking, wow, like this is really helping this film a lot. The score really oh, helped. And it also, a lot. they took this movie. They took this movie and they took it out of New York City and moved it to L.A. Yes. Which, which I did enjoy. That I thought that was a cool aspect. Um, given. Uh, Given kind of basically the exact same story and moving it to a different location, yeah. you know what I mean. Um, and they added a little more a cool, with the with yeah. the, uh, the dummy or the, the the store. He actually had a store where he repaired yes. the, the yes. mannequins. And that's where he met the girl. At, yeah. You know, so yeah, there was a lot of different things to it too, which I thought was kind of cool, and it was I was fine with it. You know, but two different movies; see, they're not but, the same. But that that right there that takes away of away f- uh, uh, from it for me. Yeah. The fact that he owned a dummy store and he wasn't just this creepy dude going out and buying mannequins when he needed a new one to put a fucking scalp on. That takes away from it so much for me. Um, and I, I get what you're saying. You can't compare both films to each yeah, other. Yeah, However, yeah. to some degree, you have to. <laughs> no, um, totally otherwise, right. it's like, why did you name it this? Why are you using the name? Call it something else and you have an original story. There you go. Stop right. stop using Because it there's too before. much because there's too much that was still like the maniac, like, like the original yes. that they would say, "Okay, then if you'd have to rewrite everything if you want it to be original." You know what I mean? So, I get which what they're fine, doing. Which is fine, which I I get it. And yeah. I and like I said, I appreciate it for that, but I I don't know. I got to I got to revisit this one. All right, let's move on to the next one, dude. Let's move on to the Blair Witch Project for day 5. Fuck. Yes, dude. I just want to apologize to Mike's mom and Josh's mom and my mom. I am so, so sorry because it is my fault. Because it was my project. search of the three missing Montgomery College students continues in Frederick County tonight. Ten days and thousands of man hours have been unable to produce any clues. We have a few leads, a um, few other options we want to take advantage of and just try to put together some, uh, some pieces to this puzzle. Do you believe the occult may be involved in the disappearance of your son? 
Let's go. Let's talk Blair Witch uh, Project, bro. I told you I went to the Emporium last weekend. Yeah. I picked this up on VHS. Hey, when you watch this, when's the first time you saw this movie? Ooh. I don't know, to be honest with you. Um... I know I've, uh, I've been aware of it for a very... I've been aware of it probably since it came out in 1999. Okay. Um, I hadn't seen it then. I, was, I wasn't I was even 10 years old yet, so that probably would have been yeah. really bad for me to see that. I was ancient, so I was. I remember being at work and hearing about the making of this movie. It wasn't even... Well, no, it, wasn't, it had already been made. It had just finished being made because it was a student film. It was considered a student film. It was a bunch of people that came out of UC, uh, University of Central Florida were, were in the ma- part of making this film. So there was this... Oh, no shit. There was this huge article about it, and I remember reading it. And so like, I knew ahead of time that there was this movie that was being filmed about all this stuff. Like I said, it was printed in this little like uh, local paper. So when the movie dropped, dude, the fact that people thought it was real and were flipping out. And I used to remember having <laughs> conversations with people that were just like, no, that's real. Like people legit. And I was like, so you mean to tell me that the family of missing people signed off <laughs> on on the police, first of all, releasing all this footage that was found of them and then gave money to somebody to edit it together so that they could put it on film for us to watch at theaters. It's <laughs> like, come on, guys. <laughs> Come on, guys. But, yeah, no, I get you. But how great. This is one of the first, not the first, but one of the first found footage films. This is the one, though, that literally brings that that genre to the forefront of of our. Oh, yeah, dude. You know, our consciousness. We look at this going, what did we just see? Um, And the thing with that is it's because I love it because it is all no names people who yeah. were never actors before and Which adds to that uh that 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 mystery of like hey this is real this really happened yes and i, I heard it from so and so who knew so and so who dated so and so who knew so and so who got his drugs from so and so yeah you know and, it, and also, it becomes its own kind of urban legend on its own right and it also shows like how like because they weren't given scripts they were given throughout the the, the filming of this thing the the producers and the director would uh, leave them notes at their next stop. Like they were told they were given coordinates. They had to follow a GPS things to take them to the next stop. And then they mm. were told when you get here, Heather, you gotta, you're going to act like you don't know where the map is and they're not going to know how to react to it. And then they'd get notes saying, Heather's going to flip out. You're not going to know why. And then all of a sudden they just have to go. You know what I mean? It's like just things like that is what would happen. Dude. Yeah, dude, they, there was two improv. or three times. That's improv. There's two or three times where they were not prepared for the terrors at night. They weren't prepared for it because they weren't oh, told it was really? coming. So, so it was tr- it's true fear you're hearing in them. Like there's a part where she jumps out and she's like, she's all looking in the woods and she's screaming, what the fuck is that? What the fuck is that? Like she's screaming her head off. And that's her terrified because she didn't realize someone was going to be out there and they're just out there doing these weird things to creep them out, dude. Okay, but uh, come on, dude. You you know you're filming a horror movie yeah. and you know that there's people yeah. in the woods. Yeah. Come on, Well, they dude. know it was going to happen. <laughs> They knew it was going to happen. They just didn't know how and when. So again, you're in the woods. Is this the producers fucking with us, or is this somebody else fucking with us? Right? Okay, or is it an my animal? My mind's immediately going to go to the not to always, the dude. Not always, especially and then, and then my them. luck. Then the bear would come out. And but that's what I'm saying. Me, you know and that's mean? the other thing. They have. They weren't seeing them at all during this time. Oh yeah, no. Never were they no. in contact, or or maybe it was super rare, or what? I can't remember 
know what the case was, but um, that is a very interesting. Dude, you got to read the making of this film. It's crazy what they did. But the, the idea, the way they did it, it was so effective because of the responses from these people. The other side of it, though, that I love is I, I believe a lot of the townsfolks were real townsfolk, but told to to be a part. Like they signed up to be a part of this, the movie, to be a part yeah, of the like story. Yeah, like extras or something. Yeah, yeah. So, but that don't they just give like that other level of authenticity? They all see. Oh even, yeah. Even the little baby's freaking out when the mom's <laughs> talking and she's talking I know, about she's dude. Like, no, smacking her face. Yeah. It's so it's, good. Uh, it, it's very, very well put together. Did you ever this see it in the movie? theater? No, I've never seen this one in the theater. This you would be a cool to. one. Oh, when it goes it back was, to theaters. It yeah, was dude. terrifying, bro. I remember seeing it in theater and like I rarely get scared in movies. And this one had me really like just scared at times because it's pitch black. And you're just listening oh, to yeah. people reacting a certain way or you're hearing noises like the cracking of the woods all around you in mm-hmm. the surround sound, bro fucking forget about it bro because i saw black. the um i saw the newest one that they did in theaters okay How uh, was that? so i know a little bit of what see, you're i didn't see about. the, the newest was, one the movie was shit oh, um but but that atmosphere yeah of the woods in the background yeah. you know what i mean I, I i get that the uh the crickets chirping yeah i know what you mean yeah but you know how it is when like wood breaks in the distance it sounds like fucking shotgun blast sometimes oh yeah and you're like what yeah. the shit is that out there right? with how much time i spend in the woods this movie is especially scary to me that's what i was gonna say dude yes i spend an awful lot of time in the woods but when i'm camping out there and it's pitch black and i can't see anything i am afraid because i don't know what's around me oh hell no, you know dude. hell and no. then and then this stuff starts happening <laughs> no 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 uh gives me uh gives me some ideas on how uh, directions to take with the, with a future movie well yeah i was thinking the same thing how to direct that huh that's crazy um tell, tell your crew tell your crew you're filming one thing and then just let shit hit the fan <laughs> just have a couple people in on it dude yeah holy Dang. shit i bet you could be up you'd have to have them all sign stuff that they can't sue you no matter what however things turn you out just put it you just put it in their contract, bury it go. so deep in there that they're never going to know. There you go. Let's move on. They're going to be working with part-time or, or, or new people who aren't going to read the contract. They're just going to be so happy to be yeah, in a fucking right? movie. There you go. Anyway, uh, yes, let's move on. Let's go. Day six, bro. What do we got? Sleepaway camp. Dear mom and dad, I've been at a sleepaway camp for almost three weeks. And I'm getting very scared. Welcome to Sleepaway Camp. Someone is watching you. Hey, Baba, revolve! Someone is waiting for you. Someone wants to scare you to death. Sleepaway camp. You won't be coming home. Down in the background right now. Classic. And that's actually coming up also in our yes. uh, regular 80s films. So we're not going too deep on this. But this is a classic. I love yeah. watching this. I've probably seen this a trillion times, man. A trillion times. This is the first time I've seen it. Um, 
It's one I've been wanting to see, but I knew it was going to be coming up for the show, so I've been postponing it. But for you watched that. it for this. And in that time that I've been postponing it, I had the ending ruined for me. So oh, yeah. I should have just watched it before. Uh, uh, but it's crazy, right? Surprise. And then it's yeah. crazy watching it throughout the whole film. You're like, actually, it's pretty well done. They actually hide it yeah. like so well. But it oh, makes sense, mother, too, dude. by the end. Oh, that mother. Oh, the aunt, you mean. Fucking the aunt. Or aunt, whatever. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Anyway, yes, yeah, no, bro. I she love this movie. It. This is great. This is a new instant classic for me. Um, it, it it gives you that nostalgia of Friday the Thirteenth, but with a a, a very original um, ending. Oh yeah, uh, yeah, dude. Great. She's literally caressing the head. It's so crazy. <laughs> the other thing I was going to say about this is what what the, the the one thing about this that is kind of it doesn't hit in good enough for me is the real feeling of the camp atmosphere. There were a few times, like maybe when they were outside playing out by the water and stuff, but other than that, it didn't have the same, like the feeling of the burning, right? Like the burning, you felt like you were at camp. Like this place is full of kids, True. right? Whereas this one is has kids, but it felt sparse at times. They were a little like we were bit- just moving well, from scene to scene and then put a bunch of yeah. kids in the background here and there. Whereas in the burning, you felt like you were just kind of moving throughout camp during camp while it was there you know well and that might lend to the fact that i feel like the kids from the burning were a little bit more rambunctious and wild yeah and these kids were these kids were a little bit more reserved so yeah um, yeah could just be due to that could I, be. I can see that i can i can see that in hindsight now yeah um it wasn't a, a fun movie dude camp still a yes. fun fun movie uh, and we're going to get deep into a lot, a lot of things in that story because there's some stuff to talk about man. <laughs> like the cook Oh what my God! Fuck, yes, bro. dude. The, and I'm just gonna say this now, and we'll move on. But like the fact that kids are being killed and they're not shutting camp down, no one's contacting <laughs> parents. It's just like, let's just keep going. What the <laughs> fuck? Oh man! All right, dude. Let's move yeah. on. We're going on to day seven. Uh, we've talked about this already on the show. The Evil Dead. girlfriend you take care of her Oh! <laughs> 
exciting. And I would just want to go on record and say we were supposed to see this in the theater yeah. because they re-released it on that night, yep. uh, Thursday the 7th. However, we ended up uh, getting a, um, a last-minute interview scheduled uh, yes. for David Liner. Yep. So we had to skip our theater viewing of Evil Dead. But this would have been really cool to see on the big screen. Yeah, I'm sure it'll come back around on the big screen oh, at some sure. point. We'll get a chance. If not, we'll rent it out ourselves and do it. No, we'll be in wheelchairs with we'll do it for We'll do it for somebody's birthday or something. Let's like make it for some event, right? Or, or we'll just have an Out of the Shadows event once a month or once every few months. Anyway, yeah, the Evil Dead. We saw, we saw it. We've talked about it before. Love the movie. Mm-hmm. You love the movie. One of my favorites, dude. Sam Raimi classic. So mm-hmm. let's move on. Okay. Friday, October eighth. Yep. Goosebumps. Mom, are you positive that there weren't any other places looking for vice principals? You promise you'll give it a shot? I promise. And I looked into it legally. I can't live on my own until I'm eighteen. So you're the new neighbor? Yeah, I'm Zach, by the way. I'm Hannah. Hannah, get away from the window now. I gotta go. Hi. Hey, we're just moving in. You see that fence? Uh, yes. Stay on your side of it. He's a big teddy bear. Don't take it personally. He doesn't really like anyone. Yeah. Oh, Hannah's in trouble. Oh, who's Hannah? She's locked in this house, and her dad's a psychopath. Does she have a friend? Abominable Snowman of Pasadena? These are all Goosebumps manuscripts. Why are these books locked? Did you unlock a book? Oh, no. I'm sorry. I'll put it back where it belongs. Look, here it is. No, don't open it! monster I've ever created. What was that? It's the invisible boy. Ow! Uh, he's such a cracker. I'm so alive. The only way to stop them is to suck them back into the books. You've read them all, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. If we know their weaknesses, ah! we can capture them all. We're the only ones who can do this. Oh my god, how'd you do that? Sore feelings. I have a ton of cavities. When I was 10, I didn't brush my teeth for a whole year. Uh... All right, everyone, find anything you can to barricade the doors. We cannot let the monsters inside. I just want to break the rules. Go, go! <laughs> what are you doing? Get me out! Oh, no, 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 no! Keep going! Come on, scaredy cat. Gnomes? Maybe they're friendly. Not friendly. Definitely not friendly. I'm interested to hear your opinion on this movie. I really liked it a lot. Good. I really did. I'm a fan of Jack Black. I'm already a fan of Jack Black. Number two, I'm a fan of R.L. Stein. Okay, I remember reading Goosebumps books. I didn't buy them; they were from my younger brother, my youngest brother, or not my youngest, the the oldest of my younger brothers, Dan. Um, he had a bunch of these, so I remember just snagging them and reading them too. And I'd enjoy them. You know, they were a bit for younger, like just under me. But I was like, these are cool. I like these. They're they're fun, right? They're fun, yeah. spooky books. So mm-hmm. I really did like Goosebumps. I think we just saw that too when we talked about Fear Street. How like Goosebumps were the fun, spooky books books. 
Fear Street were for the older kids, the ones that were like, okay, so we're going to transition you from Goosebumps. You're going to read this, and then next you're going to watch Texas Chainsaw. Like That's the transition, yeah, right? Yeah, the, the transition point, yep. But Goosebumps is fun, and this movie encapsulated all of that. Like the idea mm-hmm. was so cool with the idea, you know, that the, that some of his writings come to life. They're all locked away in these books, right? And mm-hmm. it's the the one puppet dude. I forgot his name. You know what I mean? Like, dude, it's like it was so cool. I thought it was really cool. Slappy. It was a yes, slappy. It was a spooky. Um, spooky. I don't want to say horror, but it's a fun spooky version of Jumanji, basically. Basically, using. using yeah. R.L. Stein's Goosebumps, right? Yeah. Uh, yep. And what a great character that the way Jack Black plays R.L. Stein. <laughs> I just want to know what was the accent? What's that accent that he's using? I don't. I, I don't know what it no is. No idea. But I'm dude. like, what is this? Like, it's not even a part of our country. What is that accent he's pulling <laughs> off? Um. Yeah, I love this movie. The first time I saw, it, I actually saw this in theaters when it first came out. Oh, nice. Um, I was still living in L.A. I was downtown at LA Live for a viewing of the original Halloween. Hey, okay. Uh, and I got out of that, um, and a, an old friend of mine worked at the theater up the street from my apartment where I was living. I said, hey, I'm coming that way. Can I come see this movie? He's like, oh, yeah. So I got there, and I was the only one in the theater, uh, and, and I watched it, and I loved it, dude. I'm like, damn, this brings back the memories. Because I grew up watching the show, too. Um, oh, Okay. And I used to, I, I remember reading, uh, I was reading Goosebumps at least third grade, if not second. So I go back long ways with Goosebumps. You're, you're a Goosebumps too. OG, dude. That, Goosebumps, uh, let's be honest, Goosebumps are probably the biggest thing that got me into the horror Influenced you with the spooky with. stuff, right? Yes. Okay. Yeah. So this, this movie meant a lot to me to see all that. That's and, uh, awesome. I get to experience it. And I wasn't, my one qualm with this movie is the the love story uh, between the two kids? That's uh, yeah, needed for this kind of movie. Yeah, I mean when it's kid, yes, a kid movie, and a young I get adult that, movie, and that's why I'm okay with it. Yeah. Um, however, it did feel too Disney Channel ish for me. It did. It did, especially but, the way they resolved it. I was like, okay, yeah, you know, you. But I was, that's the thing. I for what it was and the way it was packaged and as like it looks good. It's it's filmed well. You know, it looks yeah. like a, it looks like a, a major motion picture. It looks gorgeous. Uh, special effects in it are great. You know, the sound, the score for it, it fits. It's fun. It's it's adventurous. Mm-hmm. It's a it's a lot of there's spooky elements to it. You know, and like I said, the acting. I mean, I, I thought it was a great, really, really, really fun movie. Totally, totally yeah. down. Uh, I couldn't say it for a lot of the movies uh, on this 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 month's <laughs> list, but but we'll get there. We'll get uh, there. But Goosebumps, dude. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. it was a fun time. Um. Yeah, and I just want to point out, I don't know how how we pulled this one off, but we actually ended up putting this right on R.L. Stein's birthday. Yeah. It was his birthday on the 8th. That's awesome, dude. That's awesome. Yeah. All right, let's move on to the next movie that you barely remember. <laughs> yeah. I swear I watched this movie. No, no, really it's fine. I, listen, after you watch a bunch of movies, sometimes like they really start to meld together. You're like, did and, I see and that it one? it doesn't help that we kind of like put them all in like groupings. You know what I mean? I think we did a good job with the groupings. So Yeah, but when you see um, Sleepaway Camp and then Slumber Party Massacre, you're like, wait a second. Was that this movie with the girl in the nighty, Or was exactly. it this movie with the girl in the nighty? You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. The basketball team is planning a party. A slumber party. The party begins at 8 o'clock. Love it, too. Do you think I'm getting better? 
But be on the lookout for an uninvited guest. Please, please. When the pizza arrives, things really start jumping. Some people may have to leave early. But others will hang around and hang around. pizza. I feel better already. Really, I do. But for those who stay, there'll be plenty of surprises. <laughs> and non-stop action. Slumber Party Massacre. Close your eyes for a second and sleep forever. But there's yeah, Slumber uh, Slumber Party Massacre, another classic. This is another one that we have coming up on our list, so we're not going to get too deep on it. Um, yeah. But Slumber Party Massacre basically is a, and these girls are much older than they. I think they're supposed to be eighteen when the movie opens. This girl is like putting away yeah. all her stuffed animals, her unicorn toy, <laughs> like all this stuff. And she's, she literally looks like she's 20, 25, 24, 25 <laughs> years old. She's supposed to be 18, right? Um, but yeah, the, all these girls are together one night and uh, and you complete with the guys looking in on them. And, and then yep, the two then, dudes. Yeah, then there's that. The, the crazy killer and, and the dude's got quite the choice of what the killing machine is. Yes, <laughs> it's this monster fucking drill. Which there's so many times this thing is like, and we'll get deep into it when we talk about it. But um, the phallic sim- symbolism with this symbolism, thing, yes, the way he stands sometimes even <laughs> and is hanging between his legs, dude. Oh my god, I was like, could you well, get you any more that? obvious? When you take that and you take the uh, the the overly gratuitous uh, female, well, obviously, nudity. yeah, obviously. obviously, we know what we're, they were they were going for. And yeah, pulled it off. Uh, the funny thing is, is this was written by a female and directed by a female. Uh, but both of them, I'm sure, were, were trying to do something, right? Hey, we're trying to get into the business. And they were basically told, if you don't do this one, you're not getting anywhere. I don't know that to be a fact. That's just how I feel. We'll look more into it when we uh, actually watch the movie for the show. So, yes. And that's the thing. You get to revisit some of these for the show. All right, dude. Last movie on our list for this week's episode is Sunday the 10th. Yes. This is another one that they re-released in theaters this year. And we actually did go to the theater to watch this one. Oh, thank God. And we were very thoroughly disappointed when the lights came up after the credits and there was no trailer for the new film. (laughs) And I still don't know why this trailer was delayed. We were supposed to. So we saw Scream. Hello. Hello. Who is this? You tell me your name, I'll tell you mine. Uh, I don't think so. What's that noise? Popcorn. You making popcorn? Well, I'm getting ready to watch a video. Really? What? I'll do some scary movie. You like scary movies? Uh-huh. You never told me your name. Why do you want to know my name? I want to know who I'm looking at. Someone is playing a deadly game. It all began with a scream over 911. Someone who's seen one too many scary movies. Now, he's taken his love of fear. Hello? Hello. 
What's the point? They're all the same. Some stupid killer stalking some big-breasted girl who can't act who's always running up the stairs and she should be going out the front door. It's insulting. There are certain rules that one must abide by in order to successfully survive a scary movie. Number one, you can never have sex. Under any circumstances, say, I'll be right back. Because you won't be back. Get another beer, you want one? Yeah, sure. I'll be right back. You do not make the rules. The police are always on track. If they watch Palm Night, it's safe time. He just kills by them. Don't answer the phone. Don't open the door. Don't try to hide. But yeah, dude, scream. So we'll revisit this one in depth. Yes, because we're planning on hitting all four movies when the fifth one comes out to lead up to yeah. it. So, uh, but, 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 scream, dude. Um, it's always for me going to be a classic. Again, this is a movie for me where the nostalgia is a big factor, but not just that. You know, appreciating films and loving movies and loving horror movies. I also look at this film as it legit is a very well-made film. The writing is on yeah. point. It captures an era and it does age well to an extent. There are parts of it where you're just like, "Ooh, that doesn't age well these days." But overall, it's a um, I mean, it's a killer movie. No we pun watched intended. Sleepaway Camp, we watched mm-hmm. Slumber Party Massacre. I don't even think Scream comes close to that no, level of no, not today, no. but But, but dude, yes, killer. no, I agree. Killer killer yes. killer. Oh. No pun intended. Yes. Uh, great movie. Great, great, great movie. Uh, obviously, the, the great Wes Craven. Uh, yeah. Pulling, pulling another classic. Uh, I don't know, dude. Kevin Williamson. You write that many classics in the same genre, dude. Right. Kevin Williamson. That well, many iconic. Kevin Williamson also, dude, coming from, you know, because at the time he was doing stuff like writing for TV show, like the, the like the heart, like the teen TV shows like Dawson's Creek. Right. Mm-hmm. So when he tries his hand at a horror movie, it's got like basically all, all the, the recipe for what he did so well for the generation that latched onto Dawson's Creek. So when they have yeah, this in a movie yeah. form and these, these teenagers aren't stupid, uh, oh, stupid, aren't stupid, um, oversexed kind of like 80s style teenagers, right? These are smarter no, no, kids. No. These are kids who know what the world is like. These are kids who interact with each other. And then, are reacting to to tragedy around them and yeah. then reaching into the things that they know to kind of deal with it in the world, which is movies, horror movies. Mm-hmm. How do you survive a horror movie? Like, you know what I mean? And well, it was just a, so smart, smart, dude. It's a very smart film. Yeah, yeah, it's a very smart film. Um, I, I, I argue that if you want to get into horror, this is probably a very good movie to start with um, simply oh, because yeah. it, it's – it's more than just a movie. It's a textbook for the craft of the genre. I agree. Um, and I say, I say, you know, if, if you want to write scripts like this, you want to write true yes. Kevin Williamson scripts. Great dude. I don't know if you've ever read it, but the I've dude never read it kills it. It's, it's a great, it's a great example. I remember studying it because it was just like, I want to make this, I want to make this, but my version of this, do you know what I mean? Yeah. 
I, I have. Again. I've always wanted to write a teen slasher film, like an old school 90, like my old school, right? 90s. I wanted to do it because after this, you know, Williamson came right up, right back. He, he was just like, all right, I hit it out of the park with Scream. Let me see if I could do it again. I know what you did last summer. Boom. Here's my submission. Mm. And then people are just like, ah, oh, can we have more? And, you know, then we had the explosion, the renaissance, too, man. you know, the renaissance <laughs> of teen slasher flicks because of this movie. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, dude, it, I've always wanted to write one of these kind of teen slasher flick style movies. You know what I mean? So that's why I mean, well, I'm so excited for Scream 5, bro. So excited for this. Um, yeah, I know. Who's the killer? So the trailer looks cool. Do you watch it? Yeah. Yeah, I did. Yeah. Trailer looks cool. I think they're trying to mislead us on certain things with the trailer. But they there Probably. was something that was very I hope they're being smart with it and not just be like, here, here's our whole fucking movie in a trailer. Oh no. You At know? the beginning, you know we saw a lot of the opening already. Like what we see with that girl and, and the power thing on her phone. We that's mm, part of the yeah, opening. Yeah, we've seen that's that. That's obvious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um but that goes to show us, right? Like as this movie continues to progress through the decades technology gets better so how can technology now be used against us by a killer that wants to kill us i was talking to anthony about it earlier today think about this right like apple phones you guys in this Mm -hmm. apple cult have this thing where if you turn it on (laughs) you guys can literally open a map and see where everybody is on the map you know what i mean you can see where everybody is that's that's just a weird thing to me i'm just like i don't want everybody to know where the fuck i am you know what i mean but you don't have to do that i don't do that with any i did that with like two people i get that right but here's the thing dude anthony does it with his whole family it's like he knows where his grandma is his mom is his sister is like all these people all at once now think about that when a killer wants to know where you are or when you're looking on your phone and you're like that person, you think it's your friend and they're getting close and it's not, it's the killer because he had their phone, you know, like think about all the stuff that they can do now with technology to come at you, especially smart devices, True. now, smart, smart homes, right? This is going to be a good one. Oh, yeah. I think it's going to be a good one. The other side of it that was crazy is that it, um, they said some, somebody says it in there that it looks like the killers going after the family members of the original killers. Or people related to the original killers is what it said, meaning Billy Something and Stu. Like that. But it's going to be interesting to see who they're going to say gonna, it is and how they're but it's tied. Gonna, it's got to be somebody from the past, dude. So we got to think of who. I got to go back and watch the other films because I never saw four either. Oh, really? Um, okay. And I've only seen two and three like once or twice. All right, cool. Yeah, I'm not going to say anything about that because I was going to ask you. I said the same thing to Anthony earlier. I was going to ask you what the uh, what your what favorite oh, what was your favorite opening. But if you haven't seen mm, four, mm, you can't mm. even compare it yet. Yeah. yeah. But, but the like th- I said, I've only seen two and three a couple times. But that's my favorite, so. dude, is the openings. The openings are always this kind of like what it's going to happen. How are they going to do it? The only one I was ever well, disappointed in was the second one. I mean, yeah. it was fun, and I thought it was kind of cool, clever to have him stab Jada Pinkett Smith in the theater. Remember that? And then she's all up on the screen. Yeah. I thought that was cool, but for me, I felt like that had no tie to the story, so it didn't make sense. True. Like in the first one, Casey Casey Becker, you know, was, was a Woodsboro. Yeah, she went to school there, but she also used to date Stu. So I could see him mm. using that as a revenge, just kill her too and her boyfriend, right? Yeah. In the third one, it's Cotton Weary. Cotton Weary bites it with his fiance, you remember? And so mm-hmm. that's tied, right? But in the second one, it's it's um, Omar Epps and Jada Pinkett Smith at the stab movies, watching it go down, and they get murdered for no reason. 
They're, yeah. they're not students. They're not so tied to the anybody. Tie yeah. They aren't, right? And so for me, that was kind of like the one where I was like, uh, you know, I don't know. But yeah. overall, uh, fun fact, did you know Jay and Silent Bob are in Scream 3? Do you remember that? No. I, there's a, there's no, a pot where they're going in the back lots of the of Holly, one of the Hollywood Oh, yes, lots. yes, yes. Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> they're on there, dude. It's great. Um, anyway, all right, dude. Well, this was fun. I li- I'm enjoying. Yeah. I'm enjoying watching these movies and then kind of having you know s- soft conversations on them because a lot of them will get get in on a little deeper. Um, but we got a whole well, lot next more batch coming for this week. I don't think there's uh, that many that we're going to probably end up touching on again. Yeah, yeah. This next Maybe week, one there's or a, two. Yeah, there's a whole lot of other ones. Um, are we planning on doing anything with Halloween? Halloween Kills. Are we going to watch the first one then talk about the? The new second one and then this one. How'd you want to do that? Or did you I don't just know. Wanna... I think that was the original plan, but then we got sucked into thirty one days of Halloween. <laughs> true, true, uh, true, true. But maybe I mean? in the future we'll we'll make sure to put together a Halloween package. Because we yeah, have to yeah, be able yeah. to talk to about seventy eight, bro. We could just we could just push it off until twenty twenty three when uh, Halloween ends comes out. Might as well. That's what it's called, right? Halloween ends? Yeah, I think so. I believe so. I guarantee you it's not gonna be the end. No, you can't, dude. You can't kill Halloween, bro. <laughs> can't kill Halloween. No. no. Oh man. All right, dude. Well, I'm ready to I'm ready to turn in. Ready to, oh, to, okay. to tuck this show okay. away. <laughs> okay, I was gonna continue and sit here and talk about horror movies all night, but no, that's fine. <laughs> I gotta go, go take a nap or whatever, dude. Dude, I gotta go watch more horror movies. I think I'm gonna go watch Halloween Town for the fourth time. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> Uh, this is gonna be a fun conversation in the next pot in the next episode. Yes, it is, dude. Uh, all right, dude. Tell them where they can find us on social before we get out. Uh, you can find us on uh, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and Slasher. There you go. Out of I'm the shadows. No, podcast. Uh, Twitter, OOTS Pod, and on Facebook, Slasher, and Instagram, Out of the Shadows Podcast. Uh, come on, guys, like us, rate us, uh, leave us some feedback. Um, go check out Halloween Kills in theaters. Um, as of the when you're listening to this, uh, go to the theater and see it if you're able to. Um, please support movie theaters. We don't need them to, to die out and become a thing of the past. Please. Yes. Sir. Um. Yeah. Jim said it all. So thanks so much for listening. We'll see you guys next week. And until then, remember to keep your eye on the shadows.